0: What is up, faithful? This is the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Chabot, coming to you live from Miami. And I just want to say a couple things. One, the atmosphere down here is nuts. (laughs) But two, sorry about the show yesterday. There were some mix ups with the audio. The internet cut out halfway through. So I went ahead and pulled that video. And, you know, I'm probably going to have two episodes up today, but I wanted to make sure that we got one out early just in case that was, you know, high quality and I could get to a lot of questions because here's the thing my email and Twitter and all those things is blowing up with so many questions and there's a lot of content out there that it, I get it there, there's 24 hours news coverage on NFL and ESPN and all that stuff they're all down there non-stop and they're talking that that's great but We need our information uh, from people that watch the games and from people that actually know what they're talking about and spend time with both of these teams in film. Uh, There's so many talking heads right now. It's kind of rough. Like, I woke up early this morning, turned on the TV, and I was like, man, I don't think I can listen to these guys anymore. (laughs) Yes, I am up very, very early. But, again, I wanted to make sure that I got you guys an episode. We're going to be you know, down on South Beach. We've got the Frank Gore meeting today at uh, El Dorado 305 on South Beach so if you guys want to come the link is in the bio or the description wherever you're watching this and I know it's earlier than normal I get that but it's a special week and I want to make sure that we have the content available for you guys as always if you guys have questions please tag me on there um, and we'll jump into those but what I wanted to do something that's a little bit different and we haven't done yet I want to look at the overall offense and defense versus each other and go through the quality of players because the the national narrative is this. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. And I get it if you want to stay with the narrative that he is the quote best player on the field for either team Super Bowl Sunday that's fine uh, you, you can make that argument I, I get it 11 touchdowns no interceptions in his playoff career Uh, highlight reel waiting to, to happen all those things but um, it, here's what's crazy is once you get past him things change dramatically so what I want to do real quick is look at the overall grades from pro football focus and kind of break down all the 11. Let's do the starting 11 for the Kansas City offense versus the starting 11 for the 49ers defense. And it doesn't take long to kind of see exactly the way this offense and defense is built for the Kansas City Chiefs, they're almost identical. And it is super, super top heavy. <laughs> it, it, it topples over, man. It doesn't make any sense. Now, I understand pro football focus grades. They all come, you take them with a grain of salt. I totally get that. But what we keep seeing is just super top heavy. So at the very top, you have Patrick Mahomes. He's got a 90.6, you know, elite grade you want to say he's the best quarterback in the nfl i think that's a legitimate argument that you can make obviously you've got people like lamar jackson up there as well that's fine so he's got a 90.6 the next highest rated player for the chiefs on offense is schwartz who i think is their best player he's probably the best right tackle in the nfl this year I, i don't think it would be very difficult to argue against that so you've got these two top guys and then they've got their two skill players right Kelsey is an 86.0 and Tyreek Hill 83.7 So you have those guys kind of rounding out the top tier. They have these four studs, right? Mahomes Schwartz, Kelsey Hill So those are the guys that they're going to try to revolve their entire offense around but after those four it is a cliff Th- there's literally nothing else you go from an 83.7 the next highest rated player and again this is in the uh, 70.6 is their left tackle and uh, fisher uh, and it just keeps going worse and worse from that 70.3 Watkins so those are the only players for this entire offense that are 70 and above and they're barely making the cut so that's six players now that we've we've talked about on their offense and you can just see how it drops now their offensive line is really really bad 67.4 for wiley their left guard uh ryder 63.5 and duvernay tardif 59.4 the lowest rated player for either team is their right guard and guess who he's going to be going against all game deforest buckner and eric armstead that right guard for the chiefs that is the weakness now you jump into the backfield which they do have a fullback, which they use sometimes. Uh, Sherman sixty three point three, but they're going to be in mostly four wide sets. Uh, so that's got to bounce around. And again, you know, they move everything around for the wide receivers. But their running back, Damian Williams, he's got a sixty five point one grade. They do not like to run the ball. And you know, if you want to talk about why. Andy Reid has never won a Super Bowl even though he's been so close so many times It's because they just throw the damn ball all the time. They never control the narrative They are always just hey, we're going to outscore you. It's it's they play che- they play checkers while 49ers are playing chess because it's not just about putting points on the board. It's about controlling tempo. It's about controlling uh, you know, the time of possession, giving your defense rest. You don't have to score 40 points to win all the time because eventually somebody's going to outscore you. Sometimes you can win a game 16 to 3. Uh, something along those lines. They can't do that. And if you look at the running back, <laughs> again, just th- this, I I, th- I think, is kind of a microcosm of this matchup, okay? You look at the Damian Williams has a 65.1 grade. All four running backs for the San Francisco 49ers grade way past him, okay? Uh, Matt Breida, 68.2 on the year. Tevin Coleman, 71.2 on the year. Jeff Wilson Jr., <laughs> 72.9 on the year. Raheem Moster, 81.8. So all four of our tailbacks rank way ahead of them. And then, of course, Kyle Juszczyk, he's 72.6. So uh, you could say all five of the people that play in the San Francisco 49ers backfield rank ahead of every single running back that the Chiefs have. And so you 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 you, you stop and you look and you you can just see right off the bat four studs for the Kansas City Chiefs on that offense. And then after that, it's just a bunch of Jags. Uh, just a guy. That's what we would all... Like, you've got your studs whenever you're coaching and you're building your roster and you're moving your guys around. And then after you get them in place, it's like, well, we don't really have anything left. We gotta have 11. Let's put somebody out there. So let's just throw them out there. It's a bunch of Jags. It, because there's here's the deal their interior three wiley ryder and duvernay tardif would not i think wiley could start for half the teams in the league maybe but ryder and duvernay they would not start for 25 teams in the nfl they are literally just guys that are in there and what's their assignment this week they have to go against the best not not second, not one of the best defensive line in the entire NFL. Uh, so that's one of those things that I just – it's interesting to me. And it's not talked about in the narrative because you can't go on ESPN and start talking about right guards and left guards and – Nobody wants to see that. What do they want to see? They want to see deep passes. They want to see speed. They want to see touchdowns, all that. But they're missing out. Uh, Yes, uh, for those of you noticing, um, I am borrowing a studio um, here in Miami of a great friend of mine. Uh, And so, (laughs) yeah, so I apologize for the Miami flair. But hey, man, we got to get content out. Yesterday, you know, there were a lot of mishaps with the the audio at the live session. And so I wanted to make sure that we get some great stuff out to you guys. Now I will say this, Last night was nuts. It was an absolute blast. All the people that came out cannot say thanks enough. I think we had a total of 37 people that came out and hung out um, at the Playwright Irish Pub. It was an absolute blast. Got a lot of pictures. I'm going to be throwing those up on the media today. And we're not done. We are not done because we've got another big event today. And if you are listening live, if you are in South Beach, please go buy some tickets. We still have a few left. And again, it's only $5 if you use the promo code RUSH, R U S on the link to buy the tickets. It's at the Eldorado 305 or I Love 305. Um, we're going to be a blast. And Frank Gore is stopping by, signing some autographs. It's going to be crazy right there on Ocean Drive. Um, and the atmosphere down here has been great. It, there is no doubt there is a huge bifurcation between the fan bases here in South Beach. If you are out when the sun is up, there are definitely more Chiefs fans. But as soon as that sun goes down, it is Niners fans galore. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we got back in until about uh, 4 30, uh, <laughs> our time here, because Miami's just a little bit different. Now, I'm trying to milk this trip for everything that it's worth and just live it up and have a great time. But um, they, yeah, they stay open late. <laughs> I will say that down here. Uh, shout out to Waffle House, man. 24 hours, that is an absolute savior. Now, I do want to take a quick second before we jump over to the 49ers defense, and we have a new sponsor that wanted to reach out and get a part, you know, get a chunk of this Super Bowl coverage, and, and that's Flea Flicker. So, a lot of you guys know I also work with Eat Sleep Fantasy, which is, you know, a year-round fantasy web uh, podcast and all that stuff. That's kind of how I got my start um, right after the Niners stuff, and it, it got a lot of traction. But here's the thing. For all those people that play fantasy football, we all do. It's an absolute blast. Everything in fantasy is moving to dynasty coverage. So instead of just redrafting your team every year and starting from scratch, you get to keep your team. So whenever you do fantasy football, uh, move to the Flea Flicker app, which is 100% free, and you get to keep your team. Um, You can trade draft picks three years down the line. It just adds a whole new element where fantasy football never ends. There's no offseason because you can still trade just like the NFL does. Uh, Let's say you want to trade guys like Tyreek Hill or you want to trade for a 49ers like Jalen Hurd. You've got 20-plus person rosters, taxi squads, multi-team trades. It's an absolute blast. And one of the things that makes Flea Flicker so great is you can customize everything. 125 scoring categories, 12 NFL positions there's victory points there's so many ways that you can change everything and again 100% free flea flicker here's what you do you go to fleeflicker.com slash 49ers um, again that's flea uh, flicker f-l-i-c-k-e-r.com 49ers 49ers head over there today and let's say you have your team and your league's always done espn regular guess what one click if you, they have a, you just go to fleeflicker.com slash 49ers and click transfer league. You just copy your uh, ESPN or wherever your league is, your uh, league address in there. It transfers all the information over done in like five seconds, completely free. That is flea flicker.com, your home for all fantasy dynasty coverage. I've been using it for three plus years. Um, I am a big fan of theirs. Um So anyway, go check that out. Fleeflicker.com slash 49ers. Okay, so let's jump now and let's talk about the 49ers defense. So let's do the same practice. We're going to do this for all four units. It might be a little bit of a long episode. I don't care. (laughs) I want to talk football, and I want to talk about the actual players that are going to be playing the games. So we had the top four players, and then there was nobody above a 70 grade. They all disappeared after that, right? Now the 49ers defense, which will be going against the Chiefs, obviously. Here we go. Let's start at the top. Richard Sherman, 90.2 grade, elite, (laughs) elite. Gave up one passing touchdown all year the first week of the season. And that was to a running back in the flats. You could argue it wasn't his scheme, whatever. Um, Eric Armstead, 90 grade, elite. Bosa, 88.7, elite. So you've got already, (laughs) you've got... Your three players that are eighty eight point seven or higher. You get Pro Football Focus. I understand it's not you know everything, but it does matter. Then you go back to the safety position and Jimmy Ward. I really do think that Jimmy Ward is going to be one of the key players in this game. I think it comes down to three guys. Jimmy Ward is the safety. Uh, next up is Kwan Williams in our nickel package, who's going to be playing lights out. He, he uh, eighty one point six grade, and then you've got Jaquaski Tart. 64.5 now uh, here's the thing <laughs> those three players I kind of went out of order numerically but I do believe those that triangle between the slot corner and both safeties Joukowsky Tart, Jimmy Ward and uh, Kwan Williams I really do think those three guys they are going to have the impact um, they're going to have the impact that it's going to they need to shut down the Kansas City Chiefs out. If those three guys have a good game, 49ers win this handedly. I really do believe that. Now let's jump back to the way the grades should be, right? To Forrest Buckner, 80.8. <laughs> D Ford, 77.8. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley, 71.1. There's, there's just so much. And then you get to the linebackers, and that's kind of what the crazy part is. You know, the the linebacker grades aren't what you would think they would be. Um, You know, Drake Greenlaw's got a 67.9. Fred Warner's got a 66. Quan Alexander's got a 60.4. So they're definitely ranked a lot lower than they should be uh, from Pro Football Focus. But it doesn't matter because you look at the entire team and there's just so much because, again— Armstead, Buckner, Bosa, Williams, Ward, Sherman, gosh, <laughs> and then D Ford, if you want to throw him in there with the 77.8, like, that's over half our defense is ranked in the elite to great category, you know, they've got four studs, we've got seven, <laughs> so whenever they're out there, and again, once you get off of our studs, uh, you talk about Mosley, or you're talking about Tart, or Quan, or Drake Greenlaw, or Warner, there's no weaknesses, Right now, our biggest weakness on our team as far as like scoring goes and grading goes, it's free, Joukowsky Tart, who is not a weakness. So again, you just look at the balance. It's a consistent balance, and this defense is special for a reason. They've given up the fewest passing yards of any team in the NFL in the past seven years. You can go all the way back to the start of the Legion of Boom and all that stuff. Guess what? We allowed fewer passing yards than they did when they won the Super Bowl uh the Seattle Seahawks whenever they're alone Super Bowl so just so you don't get confused which Super Bowl I'm talking about the only one Super Bowl that Seattle won that one individual one Super Bowl win uh not any of the other ones that they don't have not I just don't want you to be confused um anyway um, i i hopefully we got that uh <laughs> that that was me throwing some trash anyway a uh, couple questions real quick before we flip the script and go to the other side of the ball for both teams uh from Nick um after the ram the last Rams game where we were you know screened to death for a ton of points, can we stop the chiefs if they hit us with a ton of screens? You know, you go to that Rams game and we made adjustments in the third quarter to stop the bootleg and the screens, and it got much better. Um, we've had a lot of success all year versus the screen game, um, but sometimes what we do is we put our linebackers in deep passing zones instead of manning up with the back. And again, if you remember the way in which we defeated that game against the Ravens or against the Rams was when Fred Warner was manned up and just read uh, the screen pass from Jared Goff, like to a T and got his pick six and took it to the house. Right. So he, they can keep going back to the well, but eventually there's a couple very simple defensive adjustments you make with your linebackers or with your defensive ends to take that out of the, out of the game plan. So I think early on you allow the screen game and you focus on stopping the big play, but if the Chiefs' narrative and their game plan goes to, let's check down and just get positive plays, once they do that, mm-hmm. then I think you make a couple of those adjustments. And there's going to be a little bit of guessing because every single defense breaks down at some point. you you can't stop everything you have to pick okay we're going to be great in this area that's going to allow them some of this underneath stuff which is the entire concept of the sky cover three you know that we run that Robert Sala runs there's lots of different names for it but you could check down underneath you can run comeback routes on the outside short out routes, speed outs from the slot those are routes that you can get versus this defense but the problem is Teams don't want to do that 13 times down the field. The patience just isn't there from a scheme caller. And guess what? All we got to do is just run one robber or one jump route, and then it's a pick. So you're risking. You can get it every now and then on like a third and six or a third and four. You can kind of get one of those just under the radar uh, out routes. That's fine. But sooner or later, (laughs) is that six-yard out route going to be worth it if we jump that route for an interception? So... That's kind of the the design and the beauty for what they're trying to accomplish uh, from Mr Superfly is d Ford good to go? How many snaps do you see him going? d Ford was not even limited one hundred percent healthy off the entire um <laughs> injury list there's nothing there, so he is one hundred percent good to go. Against his former team, this is the reason you limited his snaps and you waited and you waited and you waited, is so that D Ford can go nuts in the Super Bowl. He's averaged about 20 to 25 snaps a game whenever he's been active. I think he hits a year high for sure. I, I expect 40 snaps um, from D Ford, 40 plus. I, I want Bosa, Buckner, Armstead, Ford out there. Those guys all out there as much as possible. Obviously, you got to rotate in some defensive guys, but those four, they need to be out there as much as possible. Yeah. Um, So a couple things. Uh, Andre, where are you this morning? Yeah, the Dolphin stuff in the back, that's right. Uh, Just borrowing a friends. I I wanted to make sure I got a good quality episode. I'm going to try to record later on at the event, but again, it's just been so crazy. Um, And then of course they just infuse alcohol into everything. And so that makes it just that much more fun. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so we've got a lot of stuff coming for you today. Now let's, let's jump back over now and let's pay attention to uh, let's let's stay with the 49ers because i, I think this is what's going to help us is you know let's outline exactly what the 49ers offer on offense okay one, you have the highest rated player in the entire NFL regardless of position, 94.6 George Kittle, the highest graded uh tight end in the history of Pro Football Focus since they've been doing it. Uh, you know, you look at the top 10 seasons all time for tight end positions and Gronk has 5 of the top 10. <laughs> Kelsey doesn't have one. He doesn't have one. Uh, Kelsey's great and he could have a great game, but to even put George Kittle and Kelsey in the same category is very disrespectful. I I really do believe that is something that you can't watch the games and say these two guys are in the same league. They're not. If you just look at box scores and reception scores and, you know, that kind of stuff, yes, you're right. From a receiving standpoint, they are very, very similar. But whenever you look at the entire game – I truly do believe this. George Kittle is the most pivotal player in the 49ers team. Everything goes through him. The run game, the reason why it's so successful is because it's like having an extra left tackle out there in the run game. I cannot wait for him to go against Frank Clark that's going to be a battle. And I don't think Kittle's going to win every single matchup. Frank Clark is a hell of a player. Um, so that's just going to be fun because you talk about two uh, completely opposing players and attitudes, but they both have a lot of energy and that's just going to be one of the funnest matchups it is George Kittle versus Frank Clark. Cannot wait to see that. And it's going to happen because we can leave our tight end one-on-one with their be- one of their best defensive players, which we'll go over in a second. Um, now, let's stay with it. Let's keep going through scores. Okay, next up you have Raheem Mostert and you can kind of see that drop off and that's the thing about the 49ers offense everybody is just really really good (laughs) you've got Kittle who's the best and then you've got a bunch of really really good depth players right uh Mostert 81.8 um you've got Jimmy Garoppolo 77.8 Joe Staley 78.7 Samuel 76.8 Sanders 77.8 Garland seventy one point four, McGlinchey sixty nine, nice, <laughs> Tomlinson sixty seven, Kendrick Bourne sixty eight point seven, Mike Person, uh, who's our lowest sixty three point eight. There's not one poorly graded player on the entire offense. It's a well oiled machine. It, it, they just they keep going. It, you look at you know Mike Person, who is their our lowest graded player, but he's been great. Um, He ranks higher than four. Our lowest grader on offense ranks higher than four of the chief starters on offense. And so talk about Patrick Mahomes all you want. I don't care. It's about a damn team. It doesn't matter if you're the best player, the best quarterback. That's not what it is. First off, the best player on the field is Kittle. I don't think it's close. But the quarterback position, if you want to talk about how valuable it is and all that stuff, that's fine. Go ahead and take that. That's fine. The solid team-building effort that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have put together, there are no weaknesses. There's none on this offense. And so that's fine. Stop the run. Let's say the Chiefs sell out and stop the run with their defense that we're about to go over. Awesome. Good job. We can still throw the ball. We have the tight end that holds the record for most receiving yards all time We've got Debo Samuel that will run over your safeties. We've got Emmanuel Sanders that runs some of the best routes in the NFL Oh, by the way, we have a (laughs) fullback And I didn't even bring up, you know, Kyle Juszczyk, which you want to put him in there is again 72.6 Solid and consistent throughout It's just who they are and it just works. It just works um now, before I do the Chiefs defense, I do want to say thank you to my bookie, who we've been betting with all year, MyBookie.ag, promo code 49ers, home of the most Super Bowl prop bets out there. You want to bet the over-under on how long the national anthem's going to be, color of the Gatorade shower, how many times they show a celebrity in the stands. They've got pages and pages and pages of those things. Uh, me, I try to stick most of football as possible. Uh, I talked about this on the last uh, – podcast, but I wasn't sure if it got in and whatever else, and I've already pulled it from everywhere, but anyway, here's the thing. Richard Sherman to win the MVP, I totally can see that narrative. It's plus 4,000. So you bet five, you win 200 bucks if Richard Sherman is the Super Bowl MVP. And again, you know, I really do like, um, I do think the 49ers are going to win if you listen to my prediction episode. But uh, there's a way in which Richard Sherman gets an interception, makes a couple highlight reels. As long as that camera is on him, he is going to be active. And I, I, I could see the 49ers defense stepping up. And. Anyway, five bucks, win two hundred. Yeah, I, I really do like Raheem Mostert, Richard Sherman, or Bosa getting that Super Bowl MVP, and the odds are great for all of them. So you could literally just throw five bucks down on each one and huge payday if one of those guys hits. So head over there, mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers49ERS, 49ERS, and they're going to double your initial deposit. So all right, here we go. Now let's talk about, and I'm so glad I waited for this. Because it is evident right off the bat. Let's talk about this Kansas City Chiefs defense. Because you could talk about... Patrick Mahomes all you want and this is how you build teams and this is how you don't build teams all right so here we go Tyron Matthew you could say defensive player of the year wouldn't be upset he's a hell of a player he's going to be very active could be responsible for covering Kittle a bunch of the time um, he's got to be around the box 76 grade, 76 great their best rated player they're you know whatever 76 the 49ers defense have one two three four five six seven seven players rated above seven out of our 11s defensive starters rated ahead of their best defensive player this is just a picture a microcosm of why these two teams are not on the same level Can Patrick Mahomes mask all of these deficiencies? Your best player is a 76. Then you drop down to their uh, right tag, Chris Jones. He's going to be playing a lot. Now, Chris Jones has been injured. And so he, he I, I do think that he's probably their best player, especially on the inside. He's got a eighty four point three grade, but again, he hasn't been starting. Um Willie is he back, is, is calf and all that stuff fully healed. I think he'll be out there. Um, but you know, as of right now, he has not taken starter snaps. He's kinda like Frank, uh he's kinda like D Ford for us um, where he's just out there on pass rushing situations, but he should be healthier. I hope he's out there because I want the best possible performance um, out there. But anyway, then you have Pennell, uh, their defensive uh, tackle. He's got a 72.2 grade and that's it. Nobody else on their defense is above a 70 grade. You got their linebacker, Reggie Ragland, 69.2. Um Sorensen, their free safety, who is a, he's gonna be mismatched whoever he guards on this defense. Sorensen's gonna be a problem. He's a hell of a player, but he's not a speed guy, he's a mental guy. Um so we'll see what happens. Sixty one point five. But you go all the way across their they're they're let's just focus on their secondary. Their left corner or right corner, if you're looking at it from a defensive perspective. Uh Brashad Breland, fifty one point nine. Charvarius Ward, sixty seven point two. Uh, there's just They don't have great corners. Their defensive line's not great either. Uh, Naughty, 61.2, their defensive left tackle. Um, And I'm going to mess this one up. Uh, Kepesango, 53.5. That's the guy opposite of Frank Clark. Frank Clark, 63.9. Ooh, haven't seen a defensive end like me. Really? 63.9? You sure about that? And also we have. We played you four times over the last two years when you were with the Seattle Seahawks whenever we had the same tackles. Uh, Anthony Hitchens, one of the worst graded linebackers in the NFL, just missed tackles everywhere, 46.3. And Wilson, 51.1. So, uh, you know, that's all 11 starters for both teams, and it's a common theme. Whether it's offensively or defensively for the Chiefs, they got a couple elite players and then just a bunch of randoms. Uh, just trying to make it work. Guys that fit their scheme that just aren't superstars that would not start for other teams. Uh, Brashad Breland has been a corner for, I think, four separate teams, and nobody wants to keep him because of all the penalties. The Chiefs lead the NFL in defensive holding calls, uh, pass interference, jumping off sides. They, all that, they're very undisciplined. And I, I think that that's going to be the thing that we constantly see uh, come tomorrow. So uh, that, that's where we're at. I, I just want to say thanks again. Really do appreciate you guys listening. And I'm hoping to get another episode out early, uh, not early, later today. Again, I know this is earlier. You, Everybody that's back home, I get it. But I want to give you the content. Uh, people keep asking uh, for more questions and what's the difference. And again, just trying to kind of combat and stay with the idea of what makes the 49ers special and what makes the Chiefs special. And I, at once you look at it, it's pretty simple. Um, again, couple elite guys for the chiefs. The rest is just whatever. And then you have the 49ers, which is, I, I believe the most complete team in the NFL. And I think number two would probably be the saints. Uh, again, great offense, great defense, but whatever it, it, the chiefs are not in that category as a complete NFL team. It, you can't do that. Superstars and that mask a lot of deficiencies, but whenever you go up against a complete team that doesn't have holes, I think it's going to they're going to be in for a surprise. I really do believe that. So, um and last thing before we jump off just again, thank you to blue chew.com, blue like the color chew, c h e w.com, um head over there promo code 49ers49ers 49ERS, and here's the deal. You guys know the story. Uh, they have supported this podcast and just want to say thank you for all year the support the same active ingredients that are found in Viagra and Cialis and it's in an edible form and instead of going through the awkward doctor visits and all that kind of stuff just go online bluechew.com use promo code 49ERS you don't have to pay for the first order uh, just five bucks for shipping comes out in a discreet package give it a shot that way whenever you're ready to use it you're ready to go you can take it anytime it's chewable form too so empty stomach doesn't matter late late early night um morning whatever it works blue chew.com promo code 49ers thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your day and hopefully uh the next time you hear me uh it, it will be because i'm next to frank gore screaming like a little girl uh, <laughs> having a lot of fun so thanks guys appreciate all the support and uh make sure you are following us everywhere jl underscore chapman on twitter um ig instagram um 49ers Rush Podcast, we're everywhere. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. And we will be talking with you soon. And as always, stay strong, faithful.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.